Superkicks.com offers cool streetwear and apparel at great prices. Shipping worldwide, thanks to the guys at Superkicks, you can get 10% off your order by using the code SWN at the checkout. That's Superkicks.com, pro wrestling apparel. Welcome to the 50th edition of the SWN podcast. I am your host, as always, Billy, and I am joined in the special, very special edition uh, with a man who is the only person, human, in the 200 Club on YouTube. He is Jason Hyde. Welcome Good to the morning show. morning or after. That, that's how I start my one, but like, whatever time it is where you're watching, good that. Hello. Um, as we were saying before, this this, this is almost uh, the socialising with Jason Reed because I forgot your name for a moment. Uh, Sorry, but... if I could be Jason Reed, I would be. <laughs> so I think our last chat was some point in uh, October, maybe, possibly. I, I was going to say March, and I was like, wait, no, it is March. <laughs> it came out October 16th, so probably, knowing my schedule, July, as I <laughs> spoke. But uh, so, how's it going? Uh, no, no, a whole lot's changed, actually. Uh, just same as with the general world, but I've just been, just been relaxing, really. Well, you say that, you, you've seen how the experts do it and decided to set up your own podcast. Oh, see, it's the good thing is I can happily admit it is far from expert. Absolutely missions away from expert. Like, the first episode of that with Krieger, I genuinely was like, have you got it prepared? And I was like, people prepare stuff. Like, that's, that's no right, okay, right, because I've not done that at all. And then I just ran with the bad. Like, see if I become self-aware of how bad that is. I can make that the gimmick, probably. But So, was there any particular reason why you decided to start it? Or, like I said, you see other people doing it thinking, this looks easy enough, I'll just uh, it was, get it going. I just bored them. Like, I was literally just so bored. And I had a bunch of sound editing software on my laptop that I wasn't getting any use of. So, I was like... That'll, that'll work for a wee while, and then um, originally we were we we keep always saying we're gonna plan it. We were gonna get me, Dean, um, Krieger, and Matt Tyson. We're all gonna do a group podcast, but then later on in the kind of process, I was just like, I'll just do one, and then we can put our original idea on as like a, a kind of subsection of my one, and then that never came to fruition, <laughs> and then um. So there, I just kind of, I originally was going to do it with them again, but then it ended up being, um, the episode won't be, I don't know if it'll be out when this comes out, but um, we done the TNA one. That was the original plan, but then somewhere along the way, I just decided, actually, I'm just going to talk pure guff to whoever wants to hear it. Um, so before anyone, just in case you didn't see the big explicit bit on the title, this will be a sweary episode because it's a, a celebration, so um, we could get some swear words out of the way. Fuck. Uh, see, I don't, I don't like smoke or drink or that. So like, my my addiction is just swearing. Ever do that? Ever do that? That you know when I bring folk on my podcast, I'm like, listen, you can swear. <laughs> That's how I'll get them on. Except for Emily Hayden, she's just not up for it. Apparently. Oh, she was the easiest one. I mean, easiest easiest one on the podcast to not I swear. Craiger uh, fucked up like oh. two hours in. So if anyone's listening to that, it's two hours and two minutes long the podcast. You went two hours without swearing. 
and then fucked up right at the end with one story and I was like I'm mad and it's it's going in I, I don't care. I've get- I've I listened to that the other day actually, and I was like, "Do you know what? He didn't put me over once, not once. He mentioned me and said that I was overhyping the fact that he denied the existence of bats. You can't overhype the fact that somebody thinks bats are real. He argued this fact with me. He was like, he was like, right, I'm going to tell you this in genuine confidence. So I'm talking about it on a podcast. It wasn't the best of confidence, I suppose. But he was like, I just don't believe bats are real because one flew by my house, and I was like, what? What, you don't just breeze by a conversation like that. Like, I know bats on the deal. I the other no conspiracy. That's the birds. Birds on the deal. Um, so you, you, I've I've enjoyed the podcast enough to to tout it as my own content as well on the website. Um, is there any particular favourite guests you've had so far, other than myself, uh, obviously? There was never a guest that I didn't like having on. To be fair, and if there was, I would happily just spill the shit on them and be like, either. This one was a dick, that one was a dick. But they were actually, everybody was nice. I liked having Benny on because we are like, we just go together well in conversation. Like when we met, because we did obviously get put together as a tag team by Pro 2, but we had tagged before then. Uh, the day we met, I think it was like maybe five minutes after we had been talking, we were meeting like, we were like just each other, just walking by each other going, I'm Rick James, bitch. Like every single time we walk by, we'll just get that wee kind of click. So that was quite good. Um, and we like when I had Krieger and uh, Dean and Matt on. That's always fun because it's it was literally like we don't t- we're too lazy to type. So our group chat is our voice notes. So it was essentially just we let folk hear the group chat for a wee while, basically. Uh, so that was quite good. So I've never had a a bad guest on particularly, and sometimes it's good as well. Like like I had never actually spoke to Jetstream Jack properly before I had him on the podcast, and now like we got on proper well. He's he's very nice. No, that I was expecting to be a dick of that. I didn't have any bad expectations of him, but that kind of stuff's quite good as well. I like that. Yeah, well, I, mean, I enjoyed being on because, well, I mean, for you, Big Benny, it sounds like you, it's like that stepbrothers thing. Aye, like exactly. Instantly, you'd be like, did we become best friends? <laughs> and then, Aye. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I had a great time. I didn't even I didn't even feel like you were recording. I mean, I was, I was wasn't even half sure you were. Because we were just speaking. <laughs> I never am. I did have that problem once. I can't remember who it was, but like, I spoke a good five, ten minutes. Nails to oh shit. It was Brent Carter. I was like, mate, I'm no recording right now. And he was like, I cannot stand you. <laughs> like, that was his first reaction. To it. I was like, fair enough. <laughs> um, so you do have the the distinction of being the only person as a human. Uh, there's an asterisk there. Uh, I've yeah. been in the 200 club, so that's why I had to invite you back for the 50th episode. Celebration spectacular. And if I remembered uh, that I would have had a party hat, but I, I, I've only got a chef's hat from the Bulgarian baker. So I don't actually have any soon. hats to my disposal. I've got, I found a wee jar, and I don't know what it's for, and it really intrigues me. Because like, it looks like it contains some form of cream or like an aid to the, the skin. But it's empty, and I I don't trust it. I don't know who put it there, and I don't know. Maybe maybe the Illuminati's after me or something. You haven't opened it or anything. Could be like a scream. Someone's like screamed into it and then tried to close it. <laughs> I don't I don't know why that reminded me of this story, but there was this rumor that went about my school about this boy, and apparently his granddad like farted in a jar and then saved it for the next New Year. And <laughs> I was like, why There's... would that happen? 
there's always one story of a kid. I, I had a, a kid from school that, that when I went to school, obviously not a kid from school, like I, I'd randomly had one. But uh, yeah, the, there was a kid from school whose who's big brother farted in a jar and that was theirs. That, that's, boys, we're a bit, we're I mean, a bit manky. <laughs> it's weird. That's like one of the things, like, you know how, like, you see archaeologists looking at how, like, different cultures and no relations used the same bricks when they were building things? How come different schemes have the same ur urban legends of people farting in jars? We're from very different schemes. There, I, I mean, I'm in the sticks. There's, I think sheep outnumber us at this point. So it's, I'm in a, a very different area. scheme. Exactly. But, I mean, the scheme is a bit of, scheme. of Elgin uh, as well, which... Which is fine. Nothing ever happens. It's a, it, it, a big, a big scary thing. Was like, oh, moving to Lismurdy because it's a bit dodgy. I mean, in the four years I've lived here, um, I mean, there was a gun hold up once, but it wasn't my square, so it was fine. It was just like two hundred yards over. It's all good. It uh, was, you uh, don't want the people in your square. You like to keep them outside the square. I call it my circle. No, uh, but it, it was on uh, Facebook Live. We we're watching it like in our living room while it was happening couple streets over. Aye. It was incredible. I actually uh, seen, uh, like, quite recently here, there was, I don't know, some calamity that there was a, there was a mob at somebody's door, and there was people actually just sat with deck chairs, like, watching it. Like, with cans and that. It was madness. Sounds like brilliant entertainment. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, our neighbours got a hot tub, which I know because they lively fill up the hot tub. And loudly speak about their hot tub. Um, I'm fairly certain, though, they've had they put up a wall, and I think and I'm not 100% certain this is the reason, but I saw my neighbour get out of the hot tub uh, from my bathroom window and turned to my yeah. wife and went, "Christ, I've never seen a, a, a whale beach before." And a whale beach. Yeah, a whale beach before, and I was thinking. Maybe that's the reason why they put up a netting now. I can't see their hot tub because Aye. there's no classy way to get out of a hot tub, an inflatable one anyway. No, it's the, the see. To be honest, I'm usually one of the people that just gives up and falls, um, and the hot tub. Usually, actually, to be honest, I'm one of the people that just stays away from hot tubs because they freak me out. Like, why would you go in a bath outside with your pals? Yes, that's my exact point. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, we should get one." No, got a bath. I exactly. Uh, like, or you could even if you want to be like different, like Dean. Dean has a bucket. Dean likes to sit in a wee bucket of water for time to time. If you want to do that to get your kicks, yeah, just don't go for a bath with your pals. Dean likes to get frozen. Uh, speaking of the DNA podcast that we did. <laughs> uh, oh, mate, he does, but he's, he's always like every podcast you hear him on. Eventually, he's just like, sorry about my sound, by the way, <laughs> in his mad voice. <laughs> Um, so the, t the TNA podcast, how, how did myself, Kurt, and Dean make the cut? Uh, to be honest, I was it was actually yourself, Kurt, and me that made the cut. Because Dean messaged me and was like... Because I, I, post, I posted a couple of tweets because I went, I found a bunch of old TNA content in the, uh, their YouTube channel. So I was getting through this. And I just fell madly in love with TNA over this wee period and was tweeting about it a lot. And he messaged me and he was like, do you want to do a podcast about TNA since you're letting about the start of that? And I was like, aye, I've run out of ideas for podcasts anyway, so that sounds spectacular. <laughs> so then, um, aye, I just I waited about two weeks because uh, I'm very slow and procrastinate a lot. And then I just messaged you and then it all came together well. 
for the most part, apart from obviously being freezing the yeah. whole time. Uh, my camera decided to die. I, I tried to use the work computer. I did a, a big uh, rejig of the wires to try and tidy it up, and it turned out that the webcam wire uh, USB needed to go into the higher functioning one at the front. I did not know this. So once I moved oh. it to the front, I was actually on screen more at, at, towards the end. But thankfully, I got in just in time before Dean froze because <laughs> I would have felt really like I think I would have looked like a bit of a dick if if it came up him frozen and just me with my logo, not there. Uh, with my, my wee SWN logo, looking like a right big shot. Going, no, I'm just plugging my stuff. I would have when I'm like releasing the podcast, I can just tag Dean Curtin in like a random burner account, and that can be what it was there. Just exactly. like the, wee, the wee space, eh? Uh, but no, I, I had a lot of fiber. I, it was almost perfect time because I think I had the same, must have had the same discovery around about the same time you did. Uh, finding uh, lockdown and slam reversary and that on, on TNA's uh, YouTube. And, oh, I, oh, man. It was, it was like getting real, it was genuinely like, see, because I'd, I've. A very, very brief spell where I watched TNA regularly, which was around the time Drew showed up, for obvious reasons. Um, and then, so like, I, I basically was getting reintroduced to a different, entirely different, like, sub-part of wrestling, and like, loads of it. So I was pure hyped, man. Like, the last time I was on this, we talked about you, like, Skipper, and I, I had very little knowledge of him. And now, like, I, I, I kind of want to, like message him, be like, do you want to be on the podcast? I didn't know who you were two weeks ago, but now I do, and I want to talk to you. Tell me everything. Uh, but yeah, uh, wow, I, I'm just I'm trying to think of that time, so what was it, 2015 or something like that, when Drew appeared, because it was when they were doing their uh, Maximum Impact tour. It was around the time of Odard the Great as well. Uh, I think it was, was it? No, it was the year after. Year before was Grado versus Al Snow, I think, in Glasgow. And then Yeah, I remember that. Right about then time. Something like that. Oh, Dark the Great. Uh, one of the, the best masked wrestlers of all time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, no doubt in my mind. Not the best mask, because it covers maybe 3% of his face. But... I know. It's, it's almost like they, they were like... Mind uh, Cup, um, the Captain America. Mr. America. Aye. I think they, they could have they could have done it a little bit. They could have paid a little bit more money and got a, a captain. I keep saying captain, Mister America mask instead of of uh, of the. It's, it's, it felt like you go on to TikTok and see five minute crafts, and it's it's like here's a pair of my pants. I've now made a mask out of them. Was, there was a rumor that that was actually Hulk Hogan under the mask, and I just thought that was really silly. No, no, it was it was it was always Mister America. I, I I don't know where he is now. His name's Arthur America. <laughs> what? I don't know why Arthur came. I think I was thinking about the Aardvark, but Arthur will do. Arthur. Oh, all right. Mr. Arthur America. He's on the, he's on the, the tribute shows against uh, Mandem Kind. Oh, yeah. Cage match. What? Well, I mean, it's, uh, of course, that's your money under the table once... Uh, during all this lockdown time, podcasting oh. and tribute shows. Oh, it's time to make some real cash. It really is because this, like, I'm I'm the type of person that likes mountains on his walls. This this life doesn't come cheap. I'm, I don't know why I just turned into the supreme there. <laughs> but uh, no, that yes, absolutely. Um, for those that are listening to the the feed and not 
washing our, our faces. Um, yes, there is mountains in the background. As I as my collection of pops seem to be growing at a alarming pace. I got um, some new ones. I got one that was the Mandalorian and then it has like a wee floor that he's on and then there's a tiny wee um, Grogu and a wee sleepy pod. Very cute. Oh, super cute. Um, now there's a guy on, on Facebook that's selling him selling them. Uh, he's, he's selling his pops. And every time I go on, I'm just like, oh, I shouldn't. And then he only lives like... I said it, it, I, I mistimed my walk. I need to go get money at the same time. So I walked to the cash machine and then had to walk back down. But really, his house is about to, like 10 minute walk from mine. So that's way too convenient to buy um, oh, yeah, ridiculous no. pops. Like uh, uh, Razor Bone was, was the latest one. And uh, Trish Stratus and Charlotte Flair. So they were my latest additions to this ridiculous collection. Still waiting for Drew and Edge to turn up uh, there. The pops, obviously. I mean, if they want to come to my house, they're more than welcome. Um, my wife's a fan of both of them. Uh, so, Pro 2, that's the other thing that's really happened since we last chatted, uh, on this podcast anyway. Yeah, your team with Big Benny, kind of reg- semi-regular tag team partner as The Silence. Okay, so we've, we've had some technical difficulties already. So I mentioned the silence, and then the, my internet crashed. So I'm, ah. I think it's Big Benny's fault. Maybe he's, I maybe he's like I want. I wanted to be the the fiftieth episode, therefore only I can talk about it. <laughs> but no, in the first well, sixteen minutes we recorded before it, it died. We mentioned the Illuminati and uh, the silence, and then just dead. So um, let, let's let's speak about safe things, safe topics. Uh, when I was looking for ideas, I tried to go for a little bit of a pun if I could think of one for for uh, segments. Like we've had Omar Mohammed's Omar or Nomar, where he, he picked things. Um, if you don't join me by now, the horrific quiz edition of the podcast with the, the guys from Joe Hendry's school. I couldn't think of any because I wrote hide and seek. And that doesn't really work in a, in a podcast environment. Uh, whereas you can just hide and I can't find you because I'm up in Elgin. Uh, and then I went. That's to... just that on hard mode. <laughs> just shouting, are you behind that mountain? And then from here I shout, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I just wrote hide and right. That's, really that's have... all I want. That's that's all I want is hide and right. That'll do. I didn't have any any further ideas from that point. I just put hide and Reich. That's funny. And he's told me not to use my real last name. My last name is my name's actually Jason Heidenreich. <laughs> You're the son of Heidenreich and Michael Cole. I, I just I just look I, exactly. That's I got all of Michael Cole's wrestling ability though, and I got Heidenreich's height. I got the height for him. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say his tattoos also, but we've seen Michael Cole's tattoos. Oh, I've, the man's a specimen now. Though, have you seen that? He got ripped. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he still shouts boss time, but you can tell he's just like, like. I really like when you see him try with every fibre of his being not to say the big dog. He's like, it's the head of the table. Oh, poor Michael Cole. I like Michael Cole. I think he gets a bad rap. I mean, I hated him when he was doing his heel thing, like his whole I'm an Uber heel commentator, but at the same time, I'm supposed to hate him, so I suppose it's I, it works uh, out all right. I, mean, never, I, I liked his, uh, his coal mine. 
this, this little uh, fiberglass uh, oh. shell. I loved that. I thought it was a great idea. I wanted it in the office for where I work. Cause I can, you think just... about it, it was ahead of the curve because new places have that. Like... Michael, Michael Cole, the original bubble. Michael, oh my, what if Michael Cole did COVID? Like, but like you know how like all oh, the conspiracies, Michael Cole is behind it because he owns a mask making company or something like that. The Bainos, he used to be a war correspondent. The Bainos, a thing or two. Ah, yeah, but pathogens and such. Exactly, and, and yeah, and and best ways to to uh, protect yourself. Coal mine, revolutionary. Uh, you see it coming. So. Well, I'll try to speak about the silence again. We'll attempt it. Uh, for Pro 2, so I've spoken to, to Logan Storm, who, who owns it, uh, for an episode that's not out yet, but will be soon. Um, he seems to be a man with plenty of ideas. Did he come to you with the idea of calling yourselves the silence, or was there, what was the discussions like for that? They actually, it was the opposite. So, like, we, me and Bennett, we at, I think we had kind of discussed the idea of doing the tag team thing, like, like, no, I don't know how the term for it, but like full full time or something, like like making an actual tag team of it, basically. Uh, and then once he said to us about that, uh, the two of us were just like, right, we'll just go all in on it and come up with every idea and have plenty kind of plans and put things into place. So like we're looking at looks and how we kind of compose ourselves but that was the first the first thing we were doing was basically just looking for cool wee references and things we were into that we could somehow link to to the tag team name uh, so that's where we got the silence for you because I'm a big Doctor Who fan and there's the silence in Doctor Who so that's where we got it for you. I hope BBC don't shut us down because they're listening uh, Are you going to get an oud mask to, to complete the look or no, what I was going to do is I was going to get the, there's, you can get a pencil pusher skirt with Cassandra's face on it. And I just thought that was maybe the one to, to go with fashion wise um, and pretend to be the Highlanders, but with Cassandra kilts. That makes way more sense. I don't know why when you said pencil, pencil pusher, I was thinking of like mini skirts that popped into my head. I know I they thinking. do. That's, that's the ones you get. I just don't make it a kilt. Mm. <laughs> I was just think I might restrict your movement a little bit, but yeah, I, I, I'm all in for for. Uh, I mean, I Doctor Who's not my thing. I think probably told you this last time. I like David. Yeah, Kennens. it was heartbroken. Sorry, it's the, you, you weren't as heartbroken when I told Big Benny I didn't like Lord of the Rings. So it's it's. Uh, it's so you just you just basically you've took this tag team and you've hurt both our feelings. Me on two occasions. <laughs> I just I just. I'm, you know what? I, I tried with Lord of the Rings. I really tried. I just find them incredibly boring. But Clerks 2 cemented it for me. And that was kind of now I can't watch it without thinking uh, of Clerks 2. Um, I just... See, I'm alright with Lord of the Rings. I do like it, but like it's not my favourite thing in the world. It's one of those where like every so often I'll get in the mood to like binge them all or binge all the Hobbit and all that but like it's definitely I'm definitely edge more towards sci-fi than kind of what what is that is that like fantasy I suppose you'd call it but that's Probably. like yeah. I'm the other way unless it's D&D &D. but other than that I'm mostly yeah. sci-fi oh I mean I'm, I, on the flip side I'll watch 
like a, a string of MCU films easily over over oh, a, a day. So just because I love them, so I, I people will find them boring, and I'm not gonna. I will not judge anyone for like Lord of the Rings. It's just not my thing. I will. I will say that I'm, I'm not gonna be a, a marquee wrestling fan. Going well, you, you didn't like that, so you, you don't like real cinema. It's, oh, the grief I've had as a wrestling fan for like I love Roman Reigns, and I have had. I mean, to be fair, I did make the mistake of winning a Roman Reigns top ten ICW show, so like fair enough. But like. I don't know why it, why it is with people that if they don't like something, they're just like, and by the way, everybody oh. else has to hate it too. That's important. It's so weird to me. Wrestling is so gatekeepery. It's ridiculous. Oh, I know. It's, it's the worst. But I, I mean, I like John Cena. There was there was one point where I didn't like him is where he stopped doing like the thug life pose and he changed it to like, the okay symbol. And I was like, Ah, fuck off, John. That's a bit. <laughs> you fucked it. Fuck everyone. I, I, I hate that. Stop it. Stop it now. Uh, I, I even put through the Marine stuff. I didn't mind that at all. I liked the Marine film, the first one. That's fair um, enough. But yeah, that, that okay hand symbol. I was like, no, that's it, John. I'm done with you. You could be a bit. He's still. He's still I love the best. I love how he basically evolved into JBL. <laughs> Yeah, he beat JBL WrestleMania 21 and gained his hair. Ah, like, see how when they had hair. that I Quit match all the year back, JBL was actually quitting his gimmick because Cena was taking it. He just used it whenever he fancied it. And now is the time, but see that clothesline for hell, it's like the... Oh, the Hadouken, whatever thing he does. Oh, it's so bad. I love it. So bad, it's good, but it's not even... It's just bad. <laughs> not bringing it into your, your repertoire when uh, the show start again I mean I don't if it takes John Cena to make it look even passable I don't think I could make it look good I'm, I'm not the, I'm not the hero for that uh, if you if you need like if you need a crisp drop kick then I can maybe help you out but that's that's too much oh man but yeah John Cena I would I would love if he comes back and does a, a Hollywood rock kind of JBL slash thing for a bit where he's just an absolute dick to everyone because he does movies. Him and I was, I seen a, I seen a guy, a wrestler, um, called Dan the Dad. I just want John Cena to come back and do that gimmick and it's literally like like this guy's just a dad. He wrestles with glasses, a baseball hat on and like tucked in shorts and all that and it's fantastic and that's what I want to see for Cena. Would you, would John have the white socks and sandals. Oh, exactly. Well, no, just that. See, like the one with the the, the actual flip flop bit, so that you have to like, push it through the sock, and it just looks so uncomfortable. And uh, his, his specialist weapon is like a uh, barbecue tongs. A uh, barbecue tongs and a sports whistle because he's the coach of the football team. Of course, uh, absolutely has to be every time. As I see through my look at the moment, uh, I've, I've kind of gone through phases during lockdown where I've I've been shorts guy for a lot of it, which I was quite happy with. Um, and now joggy shorts guy. Uh, as of two oh, weeks ago, Crocs. I'm rocking a pair of them now. Crocs, I respect that hustle <laughs> so much, man. I've My Instagram will lead everybody to know that I'm a weird sunglasses guy. But then I was doing it at, to the highest standards possible. Lewis Capaldi done at subpar, but obviously Lewis Capaldi's Lewis Capaldi, and I'm no Lewis Capaldi, so therefore everybody just was like, oh, it's a Lewis Capaldi thing, and I'm like, no, 
no, it's no. And then in my angry, angry Googles, right, I found out that not only has he stole that from me, he stole my birthday. St- <laughs> Lewis Capaldi is coming for me. I don't know why in this episode I just keep jumping sounding pure paranoid for some reason. I promise I'm no. And uh, for anyone we'll listen, let's listen to the Ben Carter episode. We've got Ronda Rousey here as well, just to oh. <laughs> Of course we do. I don't, oh, like, I know what the thing is, right? I don't, I've never seen anything about her being problematic, but like, I don't know what it is about her that makes me just think, do you know what, I don't like you. Don't, don't talk to me. I have the same feeling about Seth Rollins. Don't know what it is. No, it's his mad laugh he used to do. I think that would ruin it for everybody forever. Oh, I just, I just look at him go, <laughs> I just go, nah, I'm just not na- having you at all. And that, that was, but that was before he he uh, uh, took away the nation's, the wrestling world sweetheart Becky Lynch for his own. But that was just, nah, just couldn't stand him. He wears a fine suit these days, though. I'll tell, yeah, I'll give you that. There's his uh, white and blue like paint uh-huh. merge number. Oh, that was. Oh. I like the leather one. I thought, like, because it was like I've seen leather jackets. Everybody knows a leather jacket, and sadly, I need to mention. But as Krieger has made us all aware, leather trousers are are very much still can be pulled off. But then to pull off a leather shirt and tie, Seth Rollins is a bold, bold man, and he's still sticking with the one glove. Oh, you need to. I mean, who has his left glove? Eh. Rue. <laughs> That's his child, but also... Oh, oh you, know, is... you know more about Seth Rollins like than I do there. So I was like, who? <laughs> Rue is the name of Seth Rollins' child, but the way they've spelt it, it's also um, a cooking ingredient of flour and butter melted together. That's like, you know when you're making like macaroni cheese, you mix flour and, and butter until it makes like that doughy pasty stuff. That's what they've called their child. Uh, I, I just thought Rue the Day. It's like Rue the Day. No, that's why I'm going to have a child and call it, I don't know, tomato sauce or something. <laughs> we ketchup. Ketchup Williams, ketchup. that's what I'm going to call it. Ketchup's a great name. Um, Aye, I, that's, I mean, I feel like if I was famous, I would definitely call my child something stupid just to make sure they had a rough time growing up like I did. Like, um, like, like, you know, there's the people that called the child... I think it was the Coldplay guy. His daughter's called Apple. Like, yeah. I'm I'm not pro... I'm not, like, like suggesting that it, by any means she deserves horrible things said there for having a name like Apple. But, like, you can't be surprised if folks say things to somebody called Apple. Like, what What if they pee themselves? Ha <laughs> ha, Apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's a name rotten to the core. Oh, come on! <laughs> oh, so you knocked out at the park. I'll give you that. Uh, I mean, you had me on the ropes there with apple juice. I was, I was like, fuck, yeah, that's, right. that's a pretty high high, high uh, bargain. Fucking um, having that. <laughs> but, uh, well, Krieger will know the, the uh, leather leather jocks. Is that the word? I don't know. Always somebody to use it. The Irish. Okay. Oh, I'm sure it's right. Um, are a thing, because he's now, he's now big sexy Kevin Nash. Rocking the them, I but to be fair, he showed us the, the trousers when he got them. But see how when he showed us them, he was just wearing the trousers with a, like a t shirt. So I was like, I don't like it, mate. But then when I see him in his gear, I was like, right, okay, I get it. And then, like, 
I did the get it before, but he's he's looking well. See, I've put him over despite the fact that he's a scumbag. It does they put me over, but do you know what? Humility. That's why I'm here. Okay, and in two hours you only mentioned you once and that was it. And we've only been on for a combined total of twenty minutes. And you've already uh, put over his leather leather trousers. That's all I'm putting over though, he does the day and it was good. <laughs> Uh, so other things you've been up to, of course, you've been in the looking, looking sharp, sharp dojo. Uh, oh, yes. I, I've been in one with the one with Krieger. Um because I mean I'll go into the free ones because I find it's fascinating, but I don't think I'm going to get it much back from a tenor as someone who uh, just does a podcast. Is. I think it's more suited. That's that's for the wrestlers, the the uh, ones that are just like freebies. They, I'll, I'll jump into that. No bother. Uh, um, no, they're really good, man. It's a, it, like it's such a. It was, I don't know. It felt very weird that like at one point this thing was near there, and then all of a sudden, he had like it. It comes constantly with just somebody else, and you're like, how the, how have you got this person? Like that, I don't get how he'll just ask anybody, and it seems to work. Oh, I mean, looking sharp has got to be like one of the most hustling wrestlers. Oh, anywhere. oh yes. Um, so who had so far? They've had uh, as of recording, they've had uh, Selena De La Renta, uh, uh-huh. Buffa, and coming up again as of recording. Oh, this is one that's coming out really quickly. It's going out like April sixteenth. Uh, I've got uh, Kai Katana, uh, Just Incredible, Hector Guerrero, um, Bill James, Bill James. Um, that's one I'm looking forward to, man. I really liked him. He definitely seems like your kind of style of of guy. To learn from aye like he's he's like a big guy but he can he can the guy can move that's that's something i didn't appreciate when he was in nxt because like i didn't really because i was not wrestling at the time i didn't really, like kind of go through wrestling with a fine tooth comb that i do now to see that this guy can just because he's not doing flips like this guy can actually move for his robust size uh, and i loved bull fit i thought it oh, was hilarious amazing amazing like, it's one of the ones where if it get pitched to you, you'd hate it. You'd need to see it to be like, right, that's fantastic. Uh, so, how many how many times? Because you seem to be quite the one that'll just say whatever you're thinking. How many times have we told not to bring up Gobbledygooker for the Hector Guerrero one? Oh, um, it's it's a regular. I think he's got like a timer set on his phone to just message us. Certainly, like me and me and Craig and I be like, nobody bring up the turkey. Or I swear, that's it. No bookings for me. And I'm like, you don't have a company. He's like, no bookings. <laughs> and the Lee King Sharp Online Dojo of Excellence. He always misses out that of excellence part. But he refers to it as the Dojo of Excellence. So, uh, so yeah, pretty much. If, if We'll know that if, if one of you has mentioned the Gooker, because you have no, no bookings forever, you'll be in Dundee. Uh, you'll, uh, be, you'll be in. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Or, or you'll be Jason Hyde, to be fair, because I'll get no bookings anyway. I'll, I'll like someday will find my Twitter, go on my podcast, and be like, I'm not having this guy in the locker room. He sounds like he'll annoy everybody. Supposed to be a wrestling podcast, and he interviews a band. What the fuck's this? Uh, oh, mate, I know. I, I remember hanging out at the time. I was like, this is a sp- like this will go on Spotify and the sports charts. And then it's a band. I didn't think that through, but it was actually my 
to much to Craigers dismay, it was my high, my most viewed or listened to episode. I think it's because I had four people sharing it instead of just the one. But I'll probably do it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, like I like I said before, I've listened to all of them, so like I, I didn't listen to mine because I don't like the sound of my own voice. In fairness, no, I get that. I but, hate listening. Like, see when I'm actually like, editing them and that. Like, I will, I will go to parts that I know it's not me talking and stuff because I just I hate my voice. Oh, I mean, I, I don't even edit. That's why I don't. The only bit I'll check in this one when I put it out will be how far we got along before the internet died, and then that's it. <laughs> I'll and put it all together. See how fluid it. you can make it. That's kind of what I do as well. Oh, I can. I can only sound edit though. Video editing was never something I was good at, which is annoying because it's something I would make the best beams in history with. It's a real uh, shame. I would love to be able to do either. I I just don't. So when you come back saying that I, I run a more professional podcast, I don't. I just, I, I top and tail it and put it out. I don't think about anything else, but at least you... I think it's you just could... you have a nicer accent. That's what makes it sound more professional. I, I, don't, I don't seem to have an accent. I think that's why. It's like... It's, there's some Scottish somewhere in it, but I've been told that I sound like um, if Ravy David dressed up like a goth for Halloween um, is one I've been given. Um, but most I say that it's usually my trunchbull that I get as well. Uh, um, I think I, I did a wee cameo on hitting the headlines, uh, so it's it's a Northern Irish podcast it's run by a scotsman uh, kurt cooper but um i did a wee cameo like do a bit vince mcmahon impression tell them to get him any listens or you're fired and they just they just said i had a fake irish accent don't have a real irish accent either but i mean technically speaking you don't have a real irish accent so technically speaking it is a fake irish accent it just wasn't the intentions i was doing my best me accent is just to, I don't know how it's happened. I, I, it is, I don't think anyone could place where I'm from, uh, but which is great because that means I can almost sound <coughs> coherent and all that kind of thing. I'm not like, I it, it's it's a problem when I speak to guys like Scotty Swift or Aberdeen folk because I'm up in this end, uh, it, it can get a little bit muddled in the middle where it gets thicker and thicker, and it just becomes uh. like, uh. I mean, I, I, I really like Dean Ford, but it becomes just a, a Dean Ford uh, podcast yeah. where you don't understand what's happening, but you know words are being said somewhere. Oh, you know, you, I I know exactly what you mean. Like, see, sometimes I've, like, Dean's, like, I'll often, like, be like, right, what you just say? And then see while he's repeating it, I've already figured out in my head what he said. And then, like, the whole conversation is like, I'm two thirds behind on it. That's that's kind of what happens with me. But I don't, I, I don't know why, because, like, I don't. I, I just sound regional to where I am. I don't know why the looking like a golf thing sets people off, but people feel really weird when they see when they hear me talk and be like, "Why are you not telling me you're the Dark Lord of whatever it is you're the Dark Lord of?" Like it's so weird. I don't know. Well, at least you're not the other end of it where it's like scene kids and uh, you you just go down going roar. And all that Imagine that like a pure wee like bam and a Burberry hat get up to fucking being uh, means I love you in dinosaur. That would be amazing. Oh, my skin is just fucking crawled at the thought oh. of that. Somebody once waved at me when I was going to buy Four Corners in Glasgow where all the, the where all the golfs hang out and I genuinely like 
that was a genuine turning point in my life where I was like, I can't even know folk that cut about four corners. Like, I can't be somebody that, like, even to know their names isn't acceptable. <laughs> I, I was so excited when, uh, I've, only, I've only actually been in Glasgow, like, for anything once. Um, just just went down there for a couple of days and when my wife told me about four corners, I was like, all right, that sounds interesting. And she she's like stood me there going, this is four corners. I thought it was like a, a, a fat man's dream. I was just like going, there's so many places to eat. There's four. There's four places to eat, but there's so many. One so on every corner. One on every corner. Good Lord. I've, How does this happen? I, I thought... I thought I'll be fine. I'm not going to be. It's it's Glasgow. It's not like it's it's a huge city and they all remit things, but I've never felt so much like a country bumpkin by going down there. Going, oh, this is like oh, there's so many cars and people and oh, there's so much things. There's a Greg's, and then uh, it, it only got topped when I went down to London, and I thought, oh, this is scary. This is scarier now, because two times I've went down to London, there's been a terrorist attack the same week. Ah. Oh. Well, actually, the second time there was a terrorist attack when I was in London. So <laughs> I was, I, I'm laughing, but maybe when someone got, uh, like they were stabbed on the bridge. And is that when the person stabbed them with a narwhal tusk? Oh, I, I hope so, but it was... That, well, no, I don't hope so, but that sounds amazing. No, like, no, someday it was, like, a, a, a citizen... I think it was actually somebody out in day release for the jail, but that could be... I could have made that part up while I didn't care about the midst of the conversation, but, like, I feel like I definitely remember the, the guy that was stabbing somebody on the bridge. It was, like, was it two, three years ago, maybe? I that... It's odd, it's odd not to be the person that gets stabbed with an arwal tusk. Wow. Or narwhal, nar narwhal. I don't know how to say that. I know what you mean. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, we're, I got uh, I was on the tube at the time, and I got off at Buckingham Palace because I thought, well, I'm down here. I'm no royalist by any stretch, but I'm in London. I want to go see the the big houses. Ah, you went in Rome. You, ah. you go. I know. So I got out and got out of the tube, and my phone was going off. Going with my mum, going, "Where are you? Um, there, there's a terrorist incident. <laughs> oh, where? Well, London Bridge. Like, Sorry, I'm at Buckingham Palace. If anyone's, if, if there's going to be a safe spot, this will be it. Oh, if, if, if like the whole, if I'm anywhere else, maybe it's a bit scarier. But I'm where the Queen is, so, and I'm I'm old enough to not be of any worry to any other royal. So it's it's, it's all good. I'll be I'll be absolutely fine. Um, yeah, but I've never seen a gun that size before until I went to the airport in London during that two weeks and holy fuck. I either sat there with the choppers man. Oh man. Like, I felt It looks like, like they've got to hold them sideways. But like I didn't I didn't take anything from the shop but as soon as I saw the gun I was like did I? Did I take something? Did I steal exactly, something? Exactly like, I stole something like see is even like even though like I I have never even attempted to smuggle anything out of this country Never in my life even had anything in my bags that could be construed as not having supposed to be there. But every time my bags can do that scanner, I'm just like, no, there's no, there's no explosives in there, is there? Like, what did I? 
where where is my iron? Like, where, I don't know why. I just like, I always get pure paranoid and be like, oh, I'm gonna get arrested. <laughs> and then your brain does their thing where well when i was going to disneyland i didn't pack my bag my wife did because i don't get trusted to do that kind of thing because i'll just go with absolutely nothing that i need um and when they went oh did you pack this yourself my brain automatically went well you didn't so say no and then i thought probably better not to say no no i better say yes just just i think that'll just stop things that not going wrong Prince went, no, no, you didn't pack that at all. You've got to be honest with these people. <laughs> no, but they'll stop it. That was also the same trip where, no, that wasn't actually. The, the London one with the terrorist attack, um, I went through the scanner at the same time as someone else, so it didn't register me going through. So for 40 minutes, I was walking around uh, Terminal 5 unregistered, and technically I should not have been there. They had, to, they had to look through CCTV to make sure I actually went through the scanners. Aye, that's like some national security shit, isn't it? It was a bit scary. <laughs> I've seen the big guns already. There's been a stabbing, and I'm standing at Terminal 5 going, well, I definitely went through the scanner, so I don't know what what, what I can do at this stage. So they had to look through CCTV, and you know what? Bald, and, bald head and bearded is a common look everywhere. Yeah. So, took them fucking ages. I was the last one on the plane and I don't think the pilot knew why I was, or captain, I don't know, uh, knew why I was late and I just went, oh, they finally found me and I could tell in his eyes, he looked at me and went, ah, you've just been standing around at, uh, at the duty free, getting drunk, I mean, you prick. And I'm just like, no, oh, I just, I just thought I was a terrorist for a minute. It's all good. It's fine. See, there was, when I was in, um, when I was in America for Mania, there was a school shooting, and it was, I can't remember what one, but it was a relative, I, I don't want to say fa- infamous, infamous is the word, it's one of the kind of more well-known ones, uh, and my mum phoned me very frantically and was like, are you alright, did you see it, and did it happen, and I was like, what, what are you talking about, and she was like, there was a, there was a shooting at a school, and I was like, where about, she was at Arkansas, and I was like, right, so firstly, I'm in Florida, and secondly, even if I was in Arkansas, why would I be in a school? <laughs> like, why would I go to school in Arkansas to get shot? It makes, oh, they're just, mums are weird. Uh, well, unless you are the sure. <laughs> but yeah. I suppose that's a, that, that is a reason I'd go to a school. No, that I'm a school shooter. <laughs> that's I, the I, I think I'd be to, I, like, that's how you can promote that. Just, by <laughs> the way. I, hi, my name is professional wrestler and internet darling Jason Hyde. And I can confirm that I am not a shooter of schools, public places, anywhere in between. Thanks for listening to this message. And then I'll <laughs> use my, my amazing editing skills to take out that knot. And then uh, we'll be all good to go. Uh, so, <laughs> um, right, I'll just ask this one out of the way just because it's, it's the only one left on my, my shit notes here. Um, other than the, the finale, which I'm very excited by, which will only translate well in the video episode, so hopefully people watch it. Um, what would win in a fight, two sheep or one cow? Right, so I actually heard uh, Lou speak about this, and uh, I have to say the one cow, but the reason being, it's not even like a tactical decision that, the reason that I say that is because I am absolutely terrified of sheep. Like, ter- I have a genuine phobia of sheep, right? I wouldn't do well up your neck of the woods at all. <laughs> Because, like, 
I don't know why. I think it's because I was on this school trip. Let's see the ones where you stay like a week and do like outdoorsy things, which is horrible enough as it is. But like, I was going down this hill on a bike and I, there was no stopping and I felt horrible, but I went into this sheep's face bike first. And I was like, oh no, sorry, sheep turned around. This sheep was firstly unscathed, absolutely fine. And secondly, it, had, it, it chose violence. And it attempted to kill me. It tried to murk me on the spot. And I have just been terrified of them ever since. So for that reason, I cannot take their side. So cow. Till I'm dead. Till I die. <laughs> I, I have a, a just fear of chickens for a similar reason. Uh, they have claws that can take your eyes out. That's absolutely reasonable. Well, that and uh, I, was, I was in Orkney. Uh, a family holiday, uh, a holiday where I, I bought my first Chris Jericho action figure, so that's uh, what I remember it for mainly. Uh, but we're out and there was these chickens, all good to go, it's fine, they're chickens, because they're shit by chickens. And uh, my dad, in his infinite wisdom, started throwing apple cores at my feet. So I got chased by chickens for, Sorry, for, a, for far longer than I should have, and I had to jump into like the window I couldn't get to the door because they blocked the door so I had to go and uh, these were organised chickens so I had to go through <laughs> a window to get into the house to, to get away from them and since then I've, I've, I've just got a fear I'll eat them but, I see before you'll eat a nugget do you just like, kind of, like dip it in the sauce and be like fuck you <laughs> I, think, I think there is I think that's why I like chicken so much I think it's like a bit of satisfaction going I've, I've eaten one of your cousins you prick for uh, chasing me back when See your great, 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 great granda that's fit Orkney. Fuck them. Uh, right, we'll go to the fan questions. We've got four, and I'm, I'm no, we've got three because I can't count. Uh, Big Benny, speaking of Big Benny, as we have done many a time in this podcast, he's put, you can have any band or artist play to the ring, but it can't be one of their songs they play. Who do you choose and what tune? Right, so. I'm going to have... I'm trying to get the best combination I can have. So... Right, I've figured it out. I have a caveat, though. Is this an alive or dead situation, or just alive? I'd assume just alive, because then they can actually sing me out. Yeah, that probably makes sense, yeah. Right, well, that puts BB King out the window, then. So I'm going to go for... Ozzy Osbourne doing Singing in the Rain from the the musical, because I just think that would be really funny. In the style of Black Sabbath? Or, or uh, would you want him going... Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> in the style of some 80s electro-pop. Just what? for an added level of why is this happening? <laughs> Okay, you can stand there singing and have a guitar. Just ah, exactly, and like he can see how like his hair, his hair can look plastic like a hat, like he's for the future, even though he's for the eighties. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining it now, and it's a terrifying thought. Uh, I I was thinking just like I don't know. So uh, what songs they play? I would have Fozzy. Just because it would just be funny to see Chris Jericho uh, there and not actually wrestling. Uh, and I don't know, just singing some sort of nursery rhyme. 
Wait, no, actually, I've changed my answer. Susan Boyle, in her own style, I, d- I don't want to be too explicit on this, because I know we're allowed to swear, but see the Cannibal Cop song, Entrails Ripped, from <laughs> something or other? That, Susan Boyle, doing an operatic rendition of that, please. That's got money written all over it. Aye, that seat be fair, that's better than most music festivals I've been to. And I've only been to like two, to be fair. So the bar's not very high. Oh I, I went I went to one and it was it was a wizard festival, which sounds amazing. It wasn't. Uh headline at the Stranglers. No of, idea who that is. Uh, of all of which I knew only two songs, uh, Golden Brown and something else. I don't know that. That yeah. sounds absolutely hellish. See, to be fair, my ones were just two downloads. Um, and the first one, actually, the first, no, it was the second one. That was it. Um, I had started training maybe two or three months before it. And then I seen um, another wrestler. I seen Stone Malone. His name's Alan, and I was shouting Alan at him. But then everybody just thought I was doing that mad gopher video, so they were going, Steve! And I was like, no, I'm trying to get a guy called Alan's attention. But then see, because everybody had been doing that the whole weekend, everybody, including Stone, just started shouting Alan. So I was like, do you know what, I give up. I'll talk, I'll talk to him in training all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, so was it was it you that saw Dean at WrestleMania, but you didn't actually go together? Am I remembering that? Yeah. Right. So um, a, it was like see that Kevin Bridges thing where he's like talking about seeing someday like what t-shirt are you wearing like that? It was like that. I phoned him, and then he was like, I was like, where are you sitting? And he took a picture of the ring for where he was, and then I took a picture of the ring for where I was. We figured out. We looked at each other, and he's. <laughs> He's went, I see you, and I was like, all right, good, and he just went, right, you're a dick, bye, and that was it. <laughs> that was the only interaction we had the whole time. <laughs> um, the other questions I've got is, Stone Malone, speaking of, uh, Alan, yeah. uh, what's his favourite kind of wheel? So what's your favourite kind of wheel? Wagon wheel, but specifically the biscuit and not the thing that makes a wagon go. Are you, are you a fan of the blue one or the red one? Have you got a particular wagon wheel favourite? I'm colour blind, but the one oh, that's... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the grey one or the not-so-grey one? I don't know I what like the, the reason is. <laughs> the, one with, the one with jam in it. I like the one with jam in it. I think, I think that's the blue one, but I could be, I could be wrong. So, so about it, me, pal. Uh, that that is the blue one. Uh, but, uh, that's, that's not the first time I've had that problem. But my one of my best friends for work, he, he's colorblind, and Aye. he it, it's the same as blues. Blues all look the same. Mm. So yeah, we got this big thing in going. It was all like purples and blues, and he had to just call me over. And went right. Be honest. Are they all different colors? I went, yeah. yeah. Ah, they all look blue. <laughs> oh, they're not. But if, my but girlfriend's mum got her bathroom redone. Like she has a second bathroom down the stair, and like she got it painted a different colour, and she showed us. She was like, "Oh, it's like my bathroom," and I was like, "Hmm, what did she do? Why is it different? It looks is is it nice? Do we like it? I love it. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. 
It did. To be fair, it's, it's a nice house. So I'm assuming the bathroom's a nice colour. Did, did you go through the? I'm assuming. I can. I think I see, see my colours all right. But as soon as you say someone you're colour blind, they spend the rest of the interaction going, "Colours that." Because Either that, or they'll say to me what colours. It's always a fire engine for some reason. Like, what colours a fire engine? And I'll just be like, oh, purple. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but uh, no, like it's mostly. I think it's just that I need to remind because unless you need to remind people that you don't actually know what the colour they're talking about, like you don't realise how much colour comes into daily conversations, especially because like my girlfriend's one of the pure. She has like I see like every earring she has is dead dangly and she has like a thousand of the things and like they're all different colours and she's like, Do you like this one or this one? And I'm like, she's holding the exact same thing but they're different colours and I'm like We'll go with the right. We'll go with the right hand side. Whatever one's on the right, wear it. <laughs> That'll do you. Uh, I, I I'm assuming that's not anything that really comes into play when when you're doing the wrestling. Unless unless uh I don't know, you're doing a... I can't think of anything. It would, it would come into play. Unless you're doing on a pole match, you have to get the right thing. But... If I get signed by WWE, I wouldn't know if I was on Raw or SmackDown unless <laughs> I was <looked> pretty signed. <laughs> you come out going, oh, can't wait to be on Raw. Oh, it says NXT. What the fuck's happening? Yeah, that. Yeah, especially. I'd be like, there's no even ropes there. <laughs> I mean, if I went to if I went to Josh Barnett's blood sport, I'm lost. I don't know where I am or what I have today. <laughs> um, this this is again another another great segue for Brent's question. He, he put Vince calls you hashtag, uh, hashtag. I'm not I'm not a fucking child. Uh, Vince calls you brackets finally, and he says he wants to sign you, but it's because he's bringing back the mix max challenge and he needs a partner for Ronda. What do you do? Joe, uh, you know, I've I seen that question. And I was like, I don't like. I, no, the thing is, like, Ronda's good. Ronda's, but it's not a professional disdain. It's purely personal. Pure, I just don't. I don't, and I don't even know why I don't like her. But I feel like Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty hated each other. Uh, I don't hate Benny. I think he probably hates me, but I don't hate Benny. So, like, you know, you get the tag teams that don't like each other. But I just don't think I could be a part of Ronda winning anything. Like, I couldn't do that to myself. I'd be like, I'm, I'm, I'm going against someone I believe. So I'd say, I'd say Vincenzo, because I'm allowed to call him that because he listens to my podcast and we're on first name terms. I'd be like, Vinny, Vinny Mac from the big punchy attack shack. No, and then I'd hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the first time you said that uh, uh, is it <laughs> have uh, you actually been called by, by Big Vinny Mac from the Big Fight Shack uh, uh, no I've, I've never I've never been I, it was William Regal did phone me but and I was like listen I'm not interested right don't just don't phone me in an English accent and ask and then they're like right we'll get Drew to phone him Drew phones so I was like Drew don't phone me in an American accent and ask <laughs> <laughs> get, get out here with your fake Irish accent and oh, exactly you're next they'll be phoning you up ask me to ask me to do the Mix Max challenge although I do think they should bring that back because I did enjoy it oh, we've got, we got some classic things we've got uh, um, Team Little Big I'm trying to remember anything from it uh, Elixir Bliss and Braun the fun. 
the Empress, the Emperors of Awesome or something, was it? Miz and, Miz and Asuka or something like that. Ah, they won it, I think, the first one. They, that's pure money, to be fair. That is, it was a weirdly good mix. Carmella and Biggie as well. They were they were a team. I, I don't remember if they were good, but they were a team. <laughs> They're definitely a team. So who who would be your your uh, if Ronda's like that's fine. You could come with our partner. Who would it be? See, that's actually a difficult one. Uh, I'm trying to keep who my favourite WWE women's wrestler is that I could. Do you want because there's so like there's so many, but like there's many that I don't I, I do like. I just would probably not work well with them. So I'm gonna go with Shayna Baszler. She's my favourite women wrestler in the WWE. I I love her. So Shayna Baszler. Plus, if I'm on her team, she can't hurt me. I I, I mean, really... if she if she pulls me up for talking bad about Ronda, I'll be like, Shayna, shut up or I'll slap the gum shield at you. I wouldn't actually say that because she'd kill me, but you know what I mean. I really like that Shayna Baszler's nickname Ace of whatever Ace of Spades, whatever she is. Um, Ace of Spades. Uh, it's, it's not even like it's it's a badass reason. It's because she could do card tricks. That's a see, <laughs> and I would never have known that until I became a partner in the Mix Max Challenge. I cannot say that word. I keep saying Mix Max Match Matched. I go there. But she'll be like, uh, just, just calm you. Just like, right, we're going to go out and, and uh, uh, beat up. I don't know. <sighs> Try to think of anyone. Every wrestler's went out of my head. Uh, Seth Rollins and, I don't know, Peyton Rice. Uh, but before that, is this your card? Is this your that. card? Listen, just... just so, have you got everything you, have you got all your sports remembered? Yes, Shayna Baszler, I do. All right, very good. Uh, pick a card, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why she became as skinny as I am, but that's that. But all uh, that and, uh, and our raw talk when she was with our truth, she spent three weeks trying to get him to eat. I think it was like a, a seafood socks mix with hot sauce in it. She's just an absolute dork outside the ring, but you wouldn't say Aye. it to her face because she can also kick the living shit out of you. I mean, see when I pop down down as well, she just slays folk, man. Like she just like beating folk with absolute ease every time I've seen her own it. But then, except for Jessamyn Dukes, he seems to always beat her, which... Right, this is a weird thing, because it's not like a bad... I don't know if it's like looks like, but see Jessamyn Dukes, she makes me think of a giraffe. Like, I think she just has a long neck, so every time I see her, I just think about a giraffe. So I can't take her seriously. Uh, she's got that, like... She's clearly very fit, and again, we can little show you... But yeah, she's like really yes. stretched. Aye, when I say I can't take her seriously, I don't mean like as a person. I mean like she's like all walking all badass. Like, I don't mean like I'm, I want to see her CV for like assurance. Like <laughs> he's like this badass like mental shoot fighter woman. But I'm just like giraffe. <laughs> uh, would you bend the rules to try and get Savio Vega? Uh, Savio Vega. Uh, it's coming out after WrestleMania. I am absolutely 100% sure Savio Vega is going into the Hall of Fame this year. Honestly, if Savio Vega goes into the Hall of Fame, I will, I'll do a celebratory weird internet there. That's that's what you can have for it, because I, I need him in there. He deserves it more. Right, let's look at Kane, right? Kane's good, but is he no like an American Tory for a start? Plus, what's he really done? Choke slams and that. I can do choke slams. Are we looking RVD on the merits of having two really 
really good looking girlfriends. He can he can join us as well, right? But he 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 was actually the only person that's killed Impact because they got <laughs> pulled for his his uh, uh it was some sort of sex celebration with Katie yeah. Forbes. <laughs> But like other than so like they're all doing their things. All I'm saying is that they didn't change wrestling. Savio Vega changed wrestling because he made me like wrestling, and I'm the best wrestler in the world. So I think he deserves his spot. But it's appeared too many times now to not be put in this year. Right, Surely he can still go, man. That's what blows my mind. Is he's actually still like. It's not like I don't I don't want to like see anyone in particular. Like see when you see folk that are that are getting on in years and it's like they're in that weird middle ground of like they're no past it, but they're not in their prime. Like see like that area. He's not even hot that yet. He's still just phenomenal. This has just got to become me gushing over Savio Vega for the next five hours. Buckle up, kids. Internet might die before then, so I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 but it might be this is the second coming going. Oh fuck, he's already mentioned Illuminati and the silence. That's it. Salvio Vega chat. Just cut it off. Done. End it. End it. <laughs> Shut it down. Um, but no, I, I don't think I I wasn't really around for Salvio when I started watching anyway. So the only bits I'm seeing him is he's kind of a bit of a running joke. Like, who are you going to call if you need a fill spot? Salvio. Just get it. Reliability, just just pure reliability. He's a, he's like, I'm the unprofessional wrestler. He is my antithesis. He's like he's, the, he's just a consummate professional, the greatest in ring worker that's ever lived by myself, and a handsome fella into the bargain. Get him in the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, again, when you're getting these warnings, not to speak about Goblin Gooker, uh, is is this your fireback going? Uh, I'll speak about it if you get Savio. Uh, right. on the dojo I mean the first the first um, the first seminar he did was like was just Lou, it was just a Lou seminar um, and he was asking us like who would like to get in and things and I, I, I was like Savio Vega, I want him I, I need Savio Vega seminar and it's a, like every time anybody says that I always ask for Savio Vega but like now it's a real possibility so hopefully we can we can make that happen and then I can interrupt the entire seminar and just be like, I love you, Savio! And then act pure blank face so they can't tell who it was. <laughs> oh, my, my camera's not working. My camera's not working. <laughs> Savio! Savio! <laughs> Follow me, Twitter! <laughs> <laughs> Who's that speaking? Shit! Um, <laughs> I don't it's know. Not- it's not at Jason Hyde PW, but you should check him out as well. He's off a fine. <laughs> that was amazing, your accent. He's off a fine. I love it. Uh, uh, yeah, how weird was that thing, though, for them? I mean, when, when was the Standard Thinker thing happened? No, it hadn't. Um, when, when like everyone turned up in their suits and that, and then uh, Kane showed up in his gear, and then they all disappeared, and the Undertaker turned up. That was up. amazing. That was so good. Like that was pre-recorded. How did Kane know to figure it out? It was like it's bad enough to if you think about it, right, it's bad enough when you're in a live crowd, but like imagine being like take the live crowd away. How did they know just burst out laughing at him the whole time? I just feel it's like backstage uh, Kane's last one turned up going Ah fuck. 
Edwards there. I mean, he, they probably, he probably saw the, the Godwins first, thinking, oh, that's fine, they're in the dungarees. That's all right, everyone else is part of this. And then he sees, like, fucking Kevin Nash and, like, Rikishi and Jeff Hardy. He sees Kevin Nash, he's running about going, where's these leather trousers? Where are they? <laughs> oh, is it Craigers hanging there? All right, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I came to my head, but I thought, that was Flex Hunter's thing first, and now it's now it's Craigers. Billy Kirkwood, right, who is a legend of every single facet of existence, once referred to him as Sexy Flexy. Oh my, I've never been able to see past Sexy Flexy. I, I don't even think he's about anymore, Big Flex. I think but... he is, no. Oh my god, I just every time I see him, I was like, Sexy Flexy. That's it. Love him. Big no, fan. But, but, um, but Billy Kirkwood, yeah, he's just that and Sexy Flexy, of course. But yeah, Billy Kirkwood's just one of the absolute best. I'd, I'd, I'd have him on a podcast in the future, but he seems to be doing everything. I don't think I'd ever oh, yeah. get a spare error with him. I really wanted to have him in my podcast, but I was too scared to ask him because I don't know him. <laughs> so, so I just kind of, I just kind of was like, I'll get one eventually. And now I don't have the weekly thing, so I can just take a wee while to work up to it and be like, right, get Billy Kirkwood on the podcast. Let's go! Oh, I, I, speaking of that, like, oh, trying to find guests. I mean, finding guests is not that much of an issue. Like, I've got like a little bit of a, a backlog of people to contact, but then I've got folk that I can't really contact that want to be on because they're wrongins. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to ignore them at the same time. But uh, yeah, I went through a weekend thinking, fuck it, I'm just going to contact. Uh, Drew follows me on Twitter. I'm going to fucking email Drew. Yeah. Uh, how can I get you on the podcast? Oh, here's, here's the boys. Here's my contacts email. Email him. Fine. Cool. Still absolutely baffled why you're still tweeting me back, but okay. Contacted them and they were like, no, you're not getting through. All right, okay. Fair enough. Bye then. You, you, you <laughs> might get, I, I don't think I've said it on our podcast who I was offered, but I was offered someone else and I was like, okay, that's all right, cool. Um, then they asked for my, my listening figures, so I gave them that and I haven't heard from them again since. I mean, I got like, I think the most kind of, most of the people that I asked were people that I either knew or thought they seem alright enough to the point where they'll let me, like they'll be on even though they don't know me. Uh, so I never actually branched out to any kind of bigger guests except for I, I tried so hard and got so far, but in the end, no, I'm joking, uh, <laughs> I tried to get Peter Capaldi. <laughs> And I got these, I got these, like, he doesn't, he's like a 62 year old man, he doesn't have Twitter nor that. So like, I got these, um, I managed to get through to his agent and she was like, um, oh I like saying things like this, so what old days will keep you in mind for availability? And I was like, cool, cool, that's cool. And then like, to my weird, strange dismay, they actually get back to me and just were like, it was like a holding message of that I still, he's still doing stuff, he's still busy. But then, a wee while later, I found out that Suicide Squad was happening. And I was like, I can't believe that I'd get turned in for Suicide Squad. Why do I, why do I feel important because of that? <laughs> like, I'm, I was like, yeah, it's, you should just tell me it was Suicide Squad. I'd have stopped annoying you, pal. <coughs> so instead of working with the, what, the second greatest wrestler of all time, he's, he's going to work with John Cena instead. Yeah, Suicide precisely. Squad, which looks exactly. amazing. I'm kind of... 
it's because it's got James Gunn directing it. I was kind of like going, I think I'll see this because DC films have just not been good mm. to me. Cause... I mean, the Snyder Cut, though, have you seen that? Oh, of shit. Oh, you're off your nut. I don't, I don't like long things like that. But honestly, I was like, this is the fastest four hours of my life. Oh, then it started doing an exit. Honestly, I loved it. But like, I have a full DC sleeve and stuff. Like, I'm a, I'm a mark for them. Oh yeah. So like, okay. I was, I was one of the folk that like, I took the day off working things. I was buzzing. It was worth oh. it. I hope. Oh, uh, I mean, for again, I'm not. Back to the Lord of the Rings stuff. I'm not going to judge anyone for liking it. Like what you like. But nah, I just couldn't. I, I watched it. And I was just like... Oh, fuck, it's only been 30 minutes. There's already been like three slow go bits here. What the fuck's happening? Come on. Let's I know. It does, that is the one thing I would have said is that it is a bit stop-start because of the length of it. But like, usually like, I'm I'm totally cool with like big, long, drawn-out things as long as I can kind of make time for it but like it seemed it was a good investment it worked out the time it paid off i didn't feel like i wasted my life unlike when i bought 2k battlegrounds <laughs> what a regrettable decision because i was punishing finn balor i was making an example of him and then all of a sudden he's like strap kick you into an alligator's mouth and i'm like where in the rules of professional wrestling does it say all oh, right Five second rope break, ten second count out. If they put you in the alligator's mouth, you lose. It's no crazy golf. I, I just don't. <laughs> I, I got that for Christmas. Uh, which, I mean, it, to be fair, I found it and I got it. I went, right, just give me that for Christmas. I may, I may first play it now. So it was my own fault. Uh, but, like, I think I would have been all right with it being absolute shit if, like, I got a little bit of achievement out of it, like a platinum trophy or something like that, because mm. I'm on PS4. And I looked at the trophy thing and I was like, I'm going to fucking platinum out of this. What, the, what am I earning from playing this? Fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what have I learned, apart from the fact that this was a terrible decision? <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just stick to Supercard. Fuck this. I'm not, I'm not playing anymore. What I particularly like, right, is that there was... Um, it has Rob Gronkowski in it, but, like, before, obviously, he was like, oh, no, I'm totally coming to WWE. Psych! And then just didn't go to WWE. Like, that was... that. I like that. And there's some guy in it called Laheem Lillard, and I, I googled him, and I genuinely still couldn't find out who he was. I think he's like, in the other 2K NBA battleground... Ah, uh, one of those sports things. ball people. Ah, one of those. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it was... It's it's not good. I got halfway through the story mode. I really wanted to keep going because like Scotland's one of the phases. I'm like, that's be quite cool. I'll get to I don't know, punch someone into Nessie. Oh, fuck knows. Um but no, I, I haven't got Jake Snake Robert keep Roberts keeps beating me in gauntlet matches, so he can go fuck himself. That's just Oh, I know like, it's not just that man, like half of them look nothing like the the people. Like, honestly, I, see if the, some of the names were there. Right, firstly, I thought that Christian was um, Benoit, so that's, I don't know if you can, like, nook that word out of there if you need to, but I thought Christian was Benoit. I thought that, um, uh, oh, who was it? Shawn Michaels as well, I thought was Flying Brian Pillman. 
why flying Brian Pillman would be in that game, I don't know, but I thought he was there. Like, some of them just don't look anything like it. But, like, it's that, I, the idea's good. I think they've just done it very wrongly. Did you play any of the five-star wrestling games? Uh, I, I did. I did. I played the one that had um, Uncle Andy Organ uh, instead of Randy Orton. And, no, it's, it's Andy Organ and Uncle Curtis Angel. And, uh, and Ragnarok. Ragnarok had um, Harvey D. Harvey D. Harvey D. Oh, what was the? There was a Goldberg one as well. Um, Ice Iceberg. Iceberg. Iceberg was the one. Uh, I did. I also I played Fire Pro Wrestling World, uh, and but I literally just used that for a weird kind of disciplinarian thing over my pals because I made all my pals like man, the ones that aren't even. They literally don't care about wrestling at all. I made them on this game and then see every time they would annoy me. I'd just be like, right, I've been on to fire pro wrestling world and I've deleted your thighs. You can get your thighs <laughs> you can get your thighs back when you can start behaving yourself. Alright. And then like my pals were getting proper worked up. They were like, No, I want thighs. I look like an idiot, I look like Rayman. But they never got their thighs back for their behaviour. <laughs> I I downloaded that so excited because of people going absolutely mental for this game, and I started playing it, going I have no fucking idea what's happening here, and I went through the tutorial, and just got really annoyed, just going I did nice. I, I flicked I flicked up that thing at the right time, fuck you, let me do the moves. So I went on the promoter one, the fire promoter. I don't really play the actual wrestling part of it. I just love the promoter one because it, it's like. It's like LGM mode. It's very much like that, and it's oh, it's so good. I like that. I was gonna stream it. I keep saying I'm gonna stream, and then I keep not for no reason other than uh, I'm really lazy. Then <laughs> the day in. Well, it means if the if the podcast bits winding down, then we're going to cycles uh, of lockdown cycles. So obviously we're coming back into to the Twitch bit. Of the cycle now we're a year uh, into lockdown and then I'll, I'll, re- I'll restart the podcast and then i need to add another thing in the middle though oh no because that's where the the twitter poll tournaments come in of course that's yes. another phase of the year which yeah. i've already gone over in the next one i've we're, we're determined on that it's happening i'm glad you agree put me I'll, over i'm still waiting for nine nine folk to get in i, I think eventually if it gets to like just before it starts, I'm just gonna just randomly pick nine people. Go right, fuck it, you're in. That's it. We're starting put this now. Actual Savio Vega in it, or will he be upset about it? You know what? We're putting Savio Vega in. Yes. I don't know where he's going to turn up. But... I really hope he doesn't turn up against me because I just couldn't. I just couldn't live with myself. I mean, I could. I would do it. No bother. I would ice him, but still, I would be slightly upset for a few seconds. I uh, just don't want him to go out early to like Big Benny. Then, aye, that would be bittersweet because then I'd need to put Big Benny. Out. It would, it would really. Uh, so many horrible outcomes are coming into my mind right now. Very terrifying times we live in. Tumultuous. Uh, so I think I saw all the questions. I've got um, the TNA podcast. So is that is, these roundtable ones? Are you thinking of doing other subjects? Getting other folk on? What's what's your kind of plans with that? Yes, so I've been chatting about. Uh, I was usually what happens is is that like 
I'll talk to the people and say to them and kind of try and figure out a subject if I don't already have one. I think the next one I want to do is wrestling video games and just like a wrestling video game discussion. Don't know who we or when. I'd, I'm literally that disorganised. But I think it's going to be just like every so often I'll put one of them out, every so often I'll put the attempt to socialise format on of like just like basically similar to this. Uh, and fuck about I basically, I don't know, I'm, I just kind of do what I want. And it's not really, like, I'm, I'm glad that people enjoyed it. And because I got like so many nice messages and uh, and all sorts of it, basically, like, folk were saying that they, they they really enjoyed it. And that was that was really nice. But like, I'm no putting it out to be good. I'm genuinely just putting it out because I have nothing better to do and I enjoy it. And it kind of gives me a chance to talk to my pals or make pals. And I, I literally just used it for that. But then I stopped doing it very briefly. I say very briefly, it was like for a good month. Uh, I stopped doing it, and then in that time, like, I'd made it quite, like, like, I'd made it in a secret. It was, like, personal stuff going on. Like, I was, like, losing a family member to cancer, so I was like, right, I'm not going to do any of that for a bit. And then, like, folk were just messaging me, like, know that, I, know that I'm be, like, oh, feel bad for me, but, like, they were, like, they were, they were like, skipping past the whole actual serious personal issue and be like, oh, I get me on your podcast, pal, and I was like, you've just soured it for me now, so it really annoyed me for a wee while. But now I'm just like, I'm, I enjoy it again after doing the last few ones. Uh, so it might pick up again at one point, but then I'm just kind of enjoying figuring one out that I want to do, doing it, putting it out, and then like kind of hoping maybe that could even be good for the, the quality of it. Because um, I can spend more time on each one and see like putting one out and then having to start on the next one. I, I can actually kind of space them out and make them good. But it's... Can I, as long as I enjoy doing them and as long as there's an interest for them, I suppose I'd just keep doing them. Or until I can't be asked. That's why I'm, I'm kind of... Well, this is going to be... Like, I'm ending... I've got, like, five more interviews left and then that's me finishing this particular season and taking a wee break of it. Because it was... I was getting to the point where it wasn't folk going, oh, can I be on? It was more folk, oh, why have you got them on? Why have you got them I, on for this? I'm like... Oh, at this point, oh, just fuck off. This just this, right. that stopped my enjoyment of it. So I'm going to do my once I've got scheduled, and then just take a little break from it, and then start up again in June. But right, it's like people are obviously like I've absolutely no problem with trying to get yourself out there, like definitely. But just like try and read between the lines to a certain degree, like like in that looking sharp podcast for the podcast the seminar when he was talking about like finding work and stuff, like. He was saying, like, make everything bespoke to each promotion thing. And I don't think that like, someone should, like, send me a CV to be on a podcast. But, like, look and see, like, if you're... Because like, they obviously acknowledged that they'd read these messages and then the only thing they took was that. And I was like, well, that's kind of annoying and somewhat toxic. But, uh, but aye, it's unsoured for me now and I'm kind of I'm enjoying them again. Plus, the TNA one I right enjoyed, man. I've, I've watched that video with Dean Friesen. And I was just written the piss out of him so many times, man. It's amazing. I, I just find it weird. I I, I I really enjoyed it. I think I would have enjoyed it more if I wasn't trying to figure out how to get my camera to work the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finally did. I was like, yes. Oh, it's, we're wrapping up. Shit. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, Dean, why aren't you moving? <laughs> uh, so, so the visual aid, uh, visual aid, the visual finish to this this uh, episode was going to be because 
WrestleMania 37, which is obviously passed by the time this goes out, um, it brought back the amazing moving graphics, match graphics. Oh, yes. So I thought to end it, we were going to just like do a little bit of, of animation and then turn to the respective sides like we're right. doing a match graphic. Right, okay. I don't know how this is going to go. I but... need props. Because I'm right, I've got weirdly enough, right? I'm not even just saying that, like, this is not me just trying to pass off, like, oh, I'm quirky, but I just say that loud. I need props. I have a mug with an eye on it that's full of dry Cheerios, so that's my prop. I, I will use my hammer because I need an excuse to speak about this on any oh, episode. You don't need an excuse, just have, if you want to have a wee minute and use a wee. A wee sales pitch. I guess a wee well, QVC. Like, we've got a really nice leather work on the handle. Yeah. And for the next 10 minutes, fucking 99% off, guys. <laughs> the dog, my dog is scared of this because I was trying to flip it, like, like flip it like that. And I dropped it on her. And she will not go anywhere near it now because cause I, cause I keep doing that. I would go, go get it now. Imagine doing like a, a dog training tutorial on YouTube where you just whip out Mjolnir to make her sit. <laughs> Run. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of quality, we were actually doing like an actual proper rounded off, like send off to the podcast. And then next thing you know, you're throwing Mjolnir about and I'm eating dry Cheerios from a mug. Right. Just, but... So <laughs> this is how we're going to do it then. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do I, I think I should do a countdown where we like yeah. do... The aggressive, aggressive bits, and then we do the freeze frame that will like point at each other, and then that's the bit I will screenshot and put out. That seems to be the best way to. Right. Okay. okay. I might add some yeah. lightning bolts if I if I know how to, but I don't, so might not. So okay. right. So just just get the the raw theme in your head. Okay. Good morning. Doing this together. Mm. Okay. Right. So aggressive. And then turn. Am I looking the right way? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that makes it even better. Actually, it makes it even better. You're looking the wrong way. Right, that was that. Never do that again. <laughs> no. That was, it was an that idea. Was the best thing we've ever done. I love it. <laughs> I've, spit, I've spat Cheerios all over my floor, and my girlfriend's going to punch me in the neck. I should have just, just went close up and just did the Dean Ford. <laughs> but, like, this is a trophy <laughs> right, my so... dad sent me that like, I, I, I told my dad something I was like oh I got this cool thing delivered to you and next thing you know Dean in the chat like mm, where you at? it's the best picture ever oh, and it, 100% the fact that the story with it is that it was oh yeah, it's the best thing ever. Anyway, uh, we're good. You know what? Just because we're in the spirit of the socialising with with Jason Reed, Jason Reed <laughs> again, no, Jason oh! <laughs> with Jason Hyde. Uh, what's your socials again? Well, well then we'll do a, a fade out. Uh, oh, it's great! I can look at it with a on my on my wee my wee screen here. It's at Jason Hyde PW, which stands for Pro Wrestling or Pro Wrestler. I can't remember. Uh, Facebook's facebook.com forward slash Jason Hyde PW. Oh, my Instagram. I kept getting told I look like Post Malone. So I made my Instagram toast my scone. Uh, so that's my Instagram. And I don't think I have anything else. Right. 
That's why I can never find you, because I keep looking for, for you when I'm trying to tag you and stuff, uh, obviously with you in it. And like I said, this is the fade out bit now. So uh, thanks for being on this 50th episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I keep trying to look for you. I might be right about Christmas. You went Tinsel Boy. And that was thought, because my girlfriend, we both uploaded a photo of ourselves with tinsel draped over us, but I had just made mine into a scarf and she'd made hers into like a weird bra hang. So my Instagram was tinsel boy and hers was tinsel tits. <laughs> <laughs> hers is still actually, it was disco tits, but then I put a ladle on it and she changed it to ladle tits. And then, um, and then it went to tinsel tits and then now it's angel tits. I'm so excited that this is the fade out. <laughs> <laughs> right, I just okay. realised I put my girlfriend's socials out for the world. It's fine. She'll, she'll be happy for the followers. Probably. I'll be, I'll be all right.